There was a kid, and I apologize because I couldn't find the post anymore. And I seen the post recently. I want to say sometime either towards the end of last week, going into this weekend. I, it was definitely around the uh, All Star, the All Star weekend. Which, by the way, I barely paid attention to, but I'll get that to that in a minute. But I wanted to give these kids a spotlight because, um, you know, I follow a lot of sports uh, pages. And, uh, you know, it keeps me updated with the new talent that's coming into, like, you know, high school and then college and stuff like that. And I like to keep my ear to, to the streets when it comes to that. Not to, not to get ahead of the game with a lot of these athletes, but I just like to see... I basically like to see, like, what's up next? You know what I mean? So I pay attention to a lot of these youngsters across the nation, not just in, you know, in my backyard in Cali. Uh, I don't know where this particular cat is from. I don't, I, I don't even know his name. I just remember seeing it posted on IG, and I may have shared it. I want to say I did, but I can't find it anymore. Anyhow, this kid, I want to say he was either 13 or 14 years old, and he dropped like 55, 57, and 13 rebounds. Uh, no, and I think it was even more than that, to tell you the truth. I might be shorting him on, the, on a few rebounds, honestly. Like, like no lie. I, it was so crazy. I don't know. It, it's probably screenshotted in my library or something like that. But he has like some crazy-ass Kevin Love with the Timberwolves uh, Anthony Davis when he was with the Pelicans type numbers. Crazy shit, you know. Um, but just wanted to point that out because there's hoopers everywhere. But now let's get to it, dog. Let me say, let me explain something. When it came to the Pro Bowl, as a kid, I used to love watching the Pro Bowl, right? Because it was like the all-star game for football. And, of course, I wanted to see if, you know, there was – it, it didn't – there was no need for a Raider to be – uh, on an all-star team or anything like that, or it didn't have. It, it's not like that, you know. In basketball, it's a little bit different. But I didn't care if, if my Raider had made a Pro Bowl or whatever. I just love to see the different, you know, helmets on the field at the same time. Same thing with the NBA, you know. But we got over the Pro Bowl like decades ago like we stopped we stopped watching the pro the pro bowl like honestly the last pro bowl that i watched it, probably most of it was the one that sean taylor was in and i probably said that on the episode before it was definitely the win sean taylor hit the kicker the punter or kicker whichever one he was doesn't matter um but i i don't think i've ever sat through a whole pro bowl and watched the whole thing Here's the thing. They're not going to they're not going to hurt each other. Just like the All-Star game. You know, cuz it's too much at risk. Now, a lot of people my age and a little bit older may complain about that because it's like, well, it's if it's not competitive, then what are we watching it for? It can't be for the creativity because the dunk contest has been on a dying leg for the past couple of generations. Shit. Not generations, but you know what I mean. For a very long time, we did, we did uh, trip up and get the 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 Zach Levine versus Aaron Gordon back and forth. That was something special. But outside of that, you can't name another one that was halfway decent. And the year before was probably the worst one we've ever seen. 
And then you have this year where a lot of people are just now uh, getting in touch or getting familiar with uh, a guard by the name of Mac McClung. And this is a this is a this is a white boy who has been he has been in the public's eye for a very long time, but he was only in the public's eye for his explosion, you know, in in, in high school and college and it slowed down in college. But it really in high school, he had uh, videos going viral on ball is life and hoops, all these prominent hoop pages and uh, websites. He was on there. You know, jumping out of the gym. And I'm going to say this with my Isaiah Thomas voice. Um, what he did was spectacular. No doubt about it. No doubt about what he did is spectacular. If he was black, I think he still would get the same type of love. But I also feel because of the way he looks that he definitely gets more love than than what the dunk actually asked for. And when I, when I say the dunk, the dunks that he did, most of the dunks that he did were like an 11 to me, more than a 10 or whatever. But I think it's because how he looks, not just because he's white, but how he looks. You know what I mean? Like the running joke with, 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 with our play, with the players that we had, like um, Caruso, Caruso going bald up top and he made fun of it. You know what I'm saying? We called him the bald mamba <laughs> and he accepted it. Um, but it's how he looked. And then Cass didn't know that he was doing that. Cass didn't know that he was doing that with the South Bay Lakers. They didn't know Caruso was doing that, but we seen it, you know, and then we seen it towards the end of what season was that? Um, it was actually the first se- it was actually when the the season Caruso got bumped up and we gave a lot of the G League players what the last 5 games or so 5 or less games or so and he had that one putback and Brian got you know stood out of his seat and was like I didn't you knew he could do that and then here's the thing a lot of b- basketball players knew about Mac McClung but it's not here about who seen him first or or anything like that but it's more so of me trying to say the nba is fetching for attention it's really going after it because if you even look at the 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 shakeup in the middle of the season what has transpired during the trade deadline katie going to uh phoenix isn't it was big for that moment but it's not big anymore you know what i mean like and i think it'll probably pick back up once we get closer to the postseason where the playoffs will start rolling around. But what I'm saying is it's like it's a dying art and it's starting with the All-Star game. For it to be in Utah, nobody care for it to be in Utah. Nobody care for it to be in Cleveland. Nobody's going to care for it to be in Indy. I'm sorry, my niggas. Nobody's going to care about that. And I hate to be disrespectful to other people where they come from and stuff like that, but that's just how that's don't get mad at me. Get at mad get mad at the leagues on how they how on how they marketed their their brand and how it blends in with certain cities. If we know if this all-star weekend was in LA, Miami, New York, maybe a Chicago, and I say only it maybe be Chicago because of the weather. You know what I mean? It's certain places that the city overrides the weather no no matter what it is. And so if it's cold in New York around this time, um, 
is still going to be highlighted. It's still going to be a big thing because it's New York, New York media, media capital. You know what I mean? Then you got L.A. L.A. is what it is. You know, no difference than uh, than New York. It, it just the only difference is on how people act and go about their lives. Uh, then you got Miami, which is a blend of everybody between L.A. and New York. <laughs> you know, um, but what I'm saying is, is if it, it has to have a, a heavier media presence, and sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, the weather is a factor. You send these niggas to Cleveland. You send these niggas to Utah. What? Maybe Phoenix. Maybe. It's Phoenix because of the weather and only because of the weather. Phoenix don't get a lot of media pub like that. They don't. It's just one of those places like when it's hot, it's crazy hot. When it's cold, it's cold. You know what I mean? But outside of that, niggas go to Phoenix to retire and die. Same thing that they do with L.A. You just got more things to get into while you out here. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's, it's it's just it's just different. It's just how things were developed. That's just what it is. It's not no hate towards the city. Well, if you love your city that much, God bless you and your city. I love it for you. But that's just what it is. They bring the, and and we already put our bid. And from what I from what I was told and what I heard is that L.A. has already put its bid in for the All Star Game to come back in 2025, right? Um, Vegas is another one though. Vegas is another one. Why? Because it's associated with L.A. That's just what it is. We're associated with Vegas. Um, but the, the Vegas lifestyle, the Vegas nightlife, you know what I mean? All that play into effect. So when you talk about places like that, yeah, it's going to be more of because everybody know, especially with Vegas, the strip is only is only so big. So, you know, the celebrities are where you think the celebrities are just in that small little area. They could be all over the damn place in Vegas. But they know where the action is going to be at. And a lot of people know that it's a it's a it's a possibility that I won't come across any celebrities, but I'm going to come across a lot of people that I wouldn't normally see if I come if I come to Vegas on this day or that day, you know, because everybody is flocking to that one place. The All-Star game is just not it anymore. Not right now. I'm not sure if it'll ever, I'm sure, I'm not sure if it'll ever get back to what it was supposed to be. Right? And the reason why I say that is because people are online and, and I and I get it. We we do we do live in a society where everybody criticizes, especially if you have a phone or if you just had an internet, a laptop, a tablet, whatever the case, whatever device you have to communicate to other people online has given people a voice to express their frustrations, opinions, trolling, all this 24-7. There's somebody saying something Positive and negative about anything and everything 24-7. Every day of the goddamn week. And it's gotten to the point where people feel entitled to criticize everything. Well, unfortunately, with the All-Star weekends not being that good and the criticism climbing higher and higher, this is what we run into. People said they hated that celebrity game. I did not watch one drip of it. I got all highlights, all highlights. And that was just off of Twitter. Um, then we go to Saturday, the Saturday night uh, festivities. And yo, Saturday night used to be a thing. Like it was like TGIF for us on Fridays. A lot of y'all youngsters don't even know what that is. But Friday night, 
at you during that time around my age, I wasn't worried about being outside at a certain time. I was inside that house. Why? Because it was TV shows that I needed to be a part of. Snick at night. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, dude, uh, dude ranch. Um, all that. Like they had shit that came on Friday night that you just didn't want to miss. You just didn't want to miss it. That was the same thing with All-Star Weekend. Saturday, because prior to them even having, introducing the uh, celebrity shit, and even a skills challenge, you had the three-point contest, which was always like a, um, hmm, what do you call it? It's like an appetizer. It's like an appetizer. Because the dunk contest just was just as important as the game, you know? But also the people that participated and the dunk contest was a thing. Nowadays, you don't have your quote unquote superstars competing. You don't have the Mike, uh, the, the Michael Jordans versus, um, Dominique Wilkins anymore. You don't have the Kobe Bryant's in there. Lebr- and they, a lot of people, including analysts, sports analysts, are blaming LeBron for not ever competing in a dunk contest. Although he did compete in the high school one, he didn't compete in the NBA one. I'm not mad at him. But because I think when you are him and you have an explanation for everything else, it's like just let them know that you you just an in game dunker. Some of these cats that some of your superstars is just good enough to to have these certain dunks in game. But to be creative, I mean, you don't necessarily have to be a superstar. You literally could be in the G League two days before signing with the Sixers just to be a part of a team to compete in the dunk contest. Um, and that's just what it is. There, some of the best dunkers in the world never played in the NBA. Some of the most creative dunkers, I should say, that has that has uh, built a name for themselves, uh, has a cult like following, and does this year in and year out. They never step foot on the NBA court, as far as a professional. You know what I mean? And I think because we had certain athletes come through the building, the Zach Levines, the Vince Carters, uh, Desmond Masons, um, it was so many, man. It, it was it was a lot of cats that that competed in a dunk contest. The Aaron Gordons, I don't I don't want to forget him because he got he may have been gotten robbed one out of the two. Um, Spud Webbs. Um, JR writers, man, it was so many, so many, so many cats. And you don't necessarily have to have a, a, a superstar to compete in it. But that was the thing, though. A lot of the superstars just stopped being in it, period. And then I brought on the bench players and things like And don't get me wrong, it's nothing new. Because remember, when they said Spud Webb, uh, when he in, when he put his name into the contest, a lot of cats was snickering, laughing, and think they didn't think nothing of it because they had never seen him do that. You know what I mean? So they didn't see him dunk up until the goddamn actually contest. You know what I mean? But seeing a cat that size get the get up on the rim like that is just is just something special about it. Um, and not to say that he was a superstar at the time, no, but he was well known for one his height and that he could hoop. Um, but now after, you know, LeBron is not in it and and truth be told, there's a lot of superstars that don't need to be in the dunk contest because they are not creative. They just know how to play basketball real good. Doesn't mean that they know how to put the ball between their legs and reverse it 
windmill. <laughs> they can't, some of them cats can't do that. And that's probably why LeBron never entered the contest because he, he doesn't have the, the creative athleticism, I should say. Um, but, you know, when you started to, to put in a lot of uh, athletes that just wanted to be in it for the spotlight, I'm not sure if people will really want to do that because it's quite embarrassing when, you know, it doesn't make it through. Like, really, really, really embarrassing to the point where people are one of the biggest draw, uh, um, I want to say marketing, um, what am I trying to say? One of the biggest draws to the All-Star Weekend is the dunk, or at least was the dunk contest, but it hasn't been there for a while, like, at one point, we promoted the three-point contest to be the main thing outside of the dunk contest because it was just, it wasn't giving. It wasn't giving us nothing. Um, and then I leave, and, and that spilled over into the, the actual All-Star game. Um, and I think we can all agree that it used to be more competitive in these All-Star games, you know? And I want them to do a thing like in baseball where, yo, whoever, whichever side <clears throat> can get home field advantage. You know, you got to put something at stake. When they, you know, play for these, um, what do you call them, these, uh, these players, uh, the, you know, to donate foundations and stuff like that. I'm honestly tell you, I, I, this might ruffle a couple of people's feathers and shit like that, but I don't really believe in those. If I don't truly know where the money is going, I don't see it unfold. I don't really care for people to say, well, I'm donating to this foundation because I don't know if the foundation is given or not. Um, but when they got to play for something extra, I think we should look into that a little bit more. I think we definitely should look into them. Cause I, but again, I understand. I could look at both sides and not be ignorant and to know that, you know, this is about to be the second half of the season. I want to make sure, you know, hence LeBron hurt his hand, said he'll be all right. But it's like you don't want to be in a situation where you injure yourself and, you know, just having fun. Well, we got 30 games left until the postseason. So I get that part, but it just takes away from it, man. It really does. It, 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 the, the, the change in the times, like it's just it's real bad. Like I'm I'm very disappointed in where sports is right now, as far as like how competitive it is. Um, low management is just a silent killer. You know what I mean? I said not too long ago that the the record that LeBron broke is going to stand the test of time because for one, what he's doing is remarkable. At the same time, you know, it, it came with a level of advancement with the sport. You know what I mean? Where Kareem I got it with only shooting what one three. And LeBron shot a lot of threes in his career. You know, I can't take nothing away, but I'm telling you about how difficult this is about to be. Even if they did add on something to enhance the offense. Um, you will literally have to play, though. A lot of these cats is only playing an average of 60 to 70-something games where, 
you know, we already know it's 82 games in the season. You're not going to find too many cats, too many superstars, I should say, that play 82 games. I'm sorry, you're not. You're not going to find too many of them. You might find a few. And please, if you know some, if you more, if you know around five of them that can play actually 82, and I, uh, yes, I can hear somebody saying, well, injuries is a part of the sport. Well, that's my, that's, that's, that's the point. Like these niggas can't stay healthy for a full season. Not only that, they load management. Some of this shit, they don't even be, they, in other words, a lot of these cats is not even playing through their injuries a lot anymore. They really like taking their load management, like for real. Like if y'all, in case y'all don't know, load, load management consists of a lot of different things. Like, okay, you are coming off of an injury. You are, you are, uh, free to, uh, participate in contact sports, three on threes, five on fives, et cetera. But how about you take another week or two off? You know what I'm saying? To make sure it's fully, you know, so it's like they're taking, they're telling us they're taking extra precaution, you know, and getting a player back. But that's the thing, though. We didn't hear none of this shit back in the day. No, these players was playing. You know what I mean? And the technology wasn't was how it was back then. The medicine wasn't was what it was back then. None of that. Yet and still, even though, even though people will say, well, that's why y'all wasn't able to keep some of y'all great legends uh, healthy enough to play long enough careers. That's true. That's true. The Penny Hardaways of the world, the Derrick Roses of the world. I mean, but Derrick Rose is still low-key playing, but not at a high level. I get what they're saying. You know, Bo Jackson's and, and stuff like that, where careers was cut short. I get it. At the same time, we have more examples of players actually playing long careers um, and getting the job done, whether that's winning a championship or not, because John Stockton has a plethora of careers where he's played a lot more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, it, it's very rare, but I think the All-Star game itself in basketball is dying. They criticized this was probably one of the worst All-Star games we've ever seen in our lives. Cats didn't want to touch each other and things like It just wasn't organic. Like, don't get me wrong. We did have those All-Star games where they would start off a little slow, obviously. You know, this game, I, this is my first time ever seeing uh, a superstar start the game, get a, get a basket. They let him get a basket, and then that's it. He went back to, went back to the sideline and coached his team. And I said, all this shit is, is just different. And this, this is not a complaint. I'm just letting y'all know this is not what we're used to seeing. And I don't think people are going to adjust to it. I think it's just going to be certain people that watch the All-Star Weekend. I think it's going to be more so of the festivities than the game and things like that. And I'm not talking about the three-point and the dunk contest and skill, uh, skill set position uh, festivities. I'm talking about, you know, you just having extra amount of celebrities in your area, parties going on, and a reason to go downtown, that particular downtown, to get jiggy. You know what I mean? All that other shit is just... All that other shit is just fading away, man. Like I said, they're not being competitive in the games anymore. Um, the dunk contest is just... It's a joke, you know? They're saying that McClung had brought the dunk contest back or he saved it. No, nah, y'all just happen to find one guy. That's it. Now, if you if you just so happen to match up a McClung and Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon at that particular time, you will have a hell of a showdown. This is why Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine has one of the most memorable 
a dunk contest of all time. Probably top five. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the first time we've seen an actual duo, a back and forth in a long time. Vince, that was a landslide. Nobody was actually competing with him like that. Although it was it was solid, but not like how we've seen with Zach and, and Gordon. It was those were like back to back to back. It was some some crazy athleticism shit and creativity. We ain't gonna see that shit a lot. Matt McClellan took that shit seriously. Everybody else just seemed like, though, I'm here. I got the spotlight. But Mac took it seriously. You know what I'm saying? That probably helped his brand a little bit more. Because who he was that night is who he has always been starting in high school. It's just that that's all he was known for. He was, at, he was with the Lakers at one point. You know what I mean? But it's like, obviously in the league, you need more than just that. You need more than just create, creative dunks. You know what I mean? But that's a whole totally different story. We're just talking about for the weekend. And for the weekend, he he was the only one that showed up. He was literally the only person that showed up throughout that whole weekend, including the game. You know, we could talk about Dame shot. We could talk about Bron going off in the first half. You can talk about him going back and forth with JT for a little bit. All that shit is cute, fine, and dandy. We talk about uh, Bron and Kyrie shaking hands and... You know, it's just all the little side stories. Niggas want to bring up Carl Malone because it was in Utah. I get all that. You know, that's how I know it was bad. When they when they tried to make that a whole drama thing, not to say it shouldn't have been brought up, but it's like, dog, this is the one thing that I hate. One thing is Carl Malone is nasty for what he did. We knew about this decades ago, years ago. We knew about this, right? But for y'all to keep bringing it back up, it doesn't feel authentic to me because y'all could have done this at any point. Y'all didn't have to wait for the All-Star game to be in Utah. You didn't really. If y'all was really upset and outraged, y'all would have went after him decades ago. And don't say it was because we don't know. No, just because it's in Utah, now they want to research. Because, yes, it would have been weird if they didn't have Carmelone there. But then again, no, it wouldn't have because he's always been low-key. I would think, I would believe he would be low-key even if he didn't have that scandal on his record. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying what he did wasn't uh, worth being punished or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying y'all waited to this moment to bring that shit up just because it was in Utah. I thought that was pretty stupid. I thought that was stupid, low-hanging fruit, and I thought that was drama-driven. That's all. That's all. But they wanted these side stories to build up an All-Star weekend that was trash. At one point, I forgot it was All-Star weekend. You just didn't feel festive about it. Low key. And then even then, I turned away from the game. I watched the first, I watched the first quarter, maybe not even a full quarter. And then after that, I went to make dinner. And I was watching it in and out. Like not even like really like focused on it. I seen what I seen, and that was it. Same thing with the uh with the dunk contest. I came in during the important moments. I missed like two dunks that Mac McClung did prior to him winning the whole thing. I didn't watch the celebrity game at all. I didn't watch the three-point contest at all. Who the fuck said uh, Julius Randle should be there? Who knows? But, nah, it's bad. It's real, really, really bad. Uh, shout out to my boys uh, over there in Detroit. Um, what Up Though podcast. They had a... I want to answer Mike... Um, cause he wanted to, I, I mentioned there was some feedback that I sent to his show and, um, he wanted to 
get my idea or my opinion on Brian breaking the record, but not just breaking the record. If I feel like he's a Laker doing it or just because it was done in a Laker jersey. So to clarify what I was saying, I was saying I was happy that the record was broken. That it was broken in a Lakers jersey. Um, do I feel like he has played for the Lakers long enough? I did tell my boy Goldie that he has. He just hasn't accomplished enough as a Laker, if that makes sense. So he has some years under his belt. And I don't think when he retires that he will be recognized as a Laker. No, I don't think that at all, because I think majority of his accomplishments, his goals, and even his downfalls happened in two different jerseys prior to him being with the Lakers. And three, technically, if you want to count going back to Cleveland, the third team. Right. But no, from that aspect, no. But what I'm saying is because it was done in a late, we hold the record. A Laker jersey holds that record, if that makes any sense. That's basically what it is. I don't really care that he actually did it. It's the fact that it was done in a Lakers jersey because I am a competitive person with Boston and nobody else. I don't really care about There's no other team out there that I that I'm concerned about when it comes to um you know, goals, records, championships, and shit like that. The only one that's been on my mind is Boston, is because uh, we're on our we're we're racing to eighteen right now. You know what I mean? But as le- as long as I can say, hey, well, when we look at the record books, you know, we got a cat that's up there in assists. We got a cat that's up there in points, and we got a lot of cats that's up there in points. You know what I mean? So. No, you you can't be a Cleveland Cavalier or a Miami Heat in a Laker jersey. It doesn't work like that. He just happened to break the record in a Laker jersey. So is he is he fully a Laker? I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of Laker fans that say Brown would never fully be a Laker. Why? Because, one, he didn't start out as a Laker. That doesn't really matter, nor does it make sense, but it does in the sports world. You know what I mean? Because we cater to the players that um, – quote unquote was born and raised in a Laker jersey. Whether they started from the G League or we drafted them or traded for them early on or something like that. But no, I mean to be honest with you, there's a lot of Laker fans that are gonna be like, absolutely not. He could probably win us another title, maybe two, and he still may not be considered a Laker. I'm gonna say this. I don't there's never really a criteria. I think it's just a field thing, a C a I a eye test thing where you know that he was a Cleveland Cavalier. I would I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up owning them if the if the family wasn't so stubborn. They actually owe that nigga that franchise. But he should be the owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers at some point. You know what I mean? Um and I you know, as far as Miami, I think that was just one of those I don't consider him a Miami Heat player i just think he helped them get some titles but i do think he is a cleveland cavalier and then and it doesn't help that he was born in cleveland so that just puts at it you know that's just it is what it is like they're gonna consider him a cleveland boy um but the lakers just like the knicks like you come to the knicks they will they will adopt you you know what i mean but you know we are our fan our uh, fan club over here is just a little bit, it's just a little bit different. It's like whatever you could do for us and however you treat the organization, that's you'll get that in return. That's why Kobe is, is loved so much. That's why Magic is, that's why all the the uh, role players that, you know, Big Shot Bob, you know what I mean? The AC Greens, the, the James Worthies, 
You know, all Michael Coopers, Byron Scotts, Rambis is eh, so-so. But, you know, all these guys, we still love Jerry West, you know, and they get a lot of love. They get a lot of love. With LeBron, it was one of those things where he was off with his other teams while Kobe was still here. You know, he came aboard afterwards, you know, um, and it's the second half of his career. So, you know, it, he almost, in a way, is kind of like Tupac, <laughs> in a way. But, um, no, nah, like I said, it's, it's going to be a lot of Lakers that say they don't necessarily agree with it. But then there's going to be some Lakers fans who be like, no, nah, I think he played enough. I think he's played enough with the Lakers to say, all right, he's a Laker too. I just think when it comes to his Hall of Fame speech, I don't. I think the Lakers would be involved, but I think he will go in as a Cavalier, if anything. And he has more championships with Miami. You know, he got, what, two with Miami, one with Cleveland, and one with the Lakers. So, yeah, I think... I think, but I will say this, as a Laker fan, and I'm not speaking for all Laker fans, but I'm just going to say this. If he was to get, and boy, it's hard to see at this point, but if he was to get two more titles for the Lakers, he might end up getting a jersey on that wall. A statue, I don't know. But a jersey on that wall, definitely. 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 Because we're talking at that point, we're talking about three titles. You you bring us three titles, he might and he broke the record, he might end up on that wall. But I ain't got honest. I, in, in all honesty, I don't see it. I don't see it unless they put a team around him that is just solid as hell. But I just I honestly don't see it, and I want to see it. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I want to see it, but I don't. You know, maybe you can go find some other Laker fans that can see that shit, but I don't. Bringing in one more title, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. Um, but that's it, man. I just wanted to talk about the All-Star game. And it's just nasty business for now on, man. Nasty business, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. But since the end, you know, like I said, we've had we've had a lot of changes. The second half of the season is now here. We're past all-star weekend. What's going to happen? The Lakers have some urgency that needs to be up in them. You know what I'm saying? To get to that postseason. Memphis is still talking. Uh, you know, the, the revamped Phoenix Suns. We're going to see how that plays out with KD being over there as the guy. Um, you know, Brooklyn's still holding afloat. You know, they don't have a name over there, but they got some cats over there that's holding it down for right now. Philly is being Philly. Uh, Milwaukee is being Milwaukee. I think this is one of the years where it's extremely wide open. I would say there's stronger Eastern Conference teams than Western Conference teams. I'm not jocking Phoenix. If y'all want me to jock Phoenix, I'm not, bro. Because we do this every year. Not just with Phoenix, but we do this every year where we did this. The same shit we doing with or we did with the Clippers, we're doing with Phoenix now. And like y'all gonna hurt their feelings. If y'all keep doing shit like that. We gotta see this work out. KD is KD, but KD is also 35. And, he, and that nigga look like he's on his way out the league to just do some weird shit. Like he wants to talk now. That's how that's how it looked. He can still hoop. That's I mean, he's still one of the best scorers of all time and in the world currently right now. But if you sitting up there saying, dog, it'd be the same thing if he came over here to the Lakers. If he came over here to the Lakers, 
or whatever. It's like, what will he be able to provide for us? Man, listen. All right. Y'all can go ahead, man. Overrun with BTG. I said what I had to say. I know a lot of cats going to be upset that I probably down talk they city or whatever. And now that, oh my God, we got to listen to this Phoenix Sun shit when it comes to the postseason because they got KD. We got to listen to this shit. Um, Russ did go to the Clippers, though. You know what I mean? So now that's going to be a narrative. You know, uh, one of the homies said, now he's about to make every shot in the world. His layup package is about to be phenomenal. But now I hear about the resurgence of this Clipper shit. You know what I mean? I remember when y'all niggas was jumping off the cliff when they was like, oh, John Wall is going to the Clippers. And they, oh, they got it. They got the, they got their three-headed monster. They, and then they got rid of it. Then they got rid of Wall. Then they got rid of him. So we'll wait and see, though. We'll wait. It's still a lot of basketball left to play. I think it's wide open. But if I had to give somebody the 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 edge, I would say there's a couple of East Coast teams, Eastern Conference teams, that I can say, yo, they they they're ready. As far as the Western Conference, that shit wide open. That shit's super wide open. I don't care who went where. I don't care none of that shit. Now, that shit's super wide open, as far as I'm concerned. Overrun with BTG, man. By the grace of God, I'll see y'all next week. Gym is closed, baby.